have future wager at 50 to 1. You do. I got another 25 to win. If I don't get the first leg warrant, I, I just walk home. I'm just straight out the door. I'm gone. Hello, listeners, and welcome to another huge edition of Two Units. Today, we're going to be covering all of the fallout from Ramvet Stakes Day in our horse topsy. We've got, as always, our award-winning segment, Jet or Forget. A big look ahead to Group 1 Racing in Sydney this weekend as we kick off the championships. And we'll also be taking a look at the cards at Caulfield and Morfittville in Salt Specs. Then we're going to wrap up the show with our two units, best bets from around Australia. My name's Nick Foote, welcoming uh, my great mate, as always, the Sultan of Sydney, David. How's the week been, mate? Yeah, not too bad, mate. I would have would have preferred a few more winners, but look, I've got my health. But I've been out and about again, sending emails and, and working stuff out on the sponsorship front. Um so that so that's coming along nicely. We've actually had a bit of a surprise sponsor really? pop up. Yeah. What are, we, um, what are we looking at? Cat food. Yeah. So I'm looking at actually. Um, I'm going to officially change my name to Whiskers Sultan. <laughs> <laughs> a bit like uh, old Buddha Hocking changed his name to Whiskers, and then fell off a truck and smacked his head. So knock some sense into him and change it back. But um, so that's been good. But um, we actually don't have them on board. So if Whiskers, if you're listening. You can come on board, but otherwise, don't sue us, please. Um, but yeah, not a bad week, mate. Um, how about yourself? Yeah, pretty solid, mate. I would have uh, finally got off the uh, got off the mark on the two units front, which was uh, which was yeah, pretty that nice. Was nice. That was a good win, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, but we'll go uh, up to Sydney now, that Nudge Marty and. It might, might win a Percy Sykes. Yeah, real, yeah. real smart looking sort of yeah, setup Nudge there. Yeah, Smarty. I reckon they call it in the stables. <laughs> I, don't mind that. I don't mind that at all. Speaking of big weeks, mate, yeah. um, I know this is old news, but did you see that Tory Dixon multi that he mm. landed that had like 32 legs and he won like 199 grand or something? Oh, I did. Yeah, yeah, I did. I actually heard an interview. I heard an interview with him and he said that it's gathered a little bit of mayo he had a few deductions and he only cleared about 140 grand i think oh so the what so fake news <laughs> <laughs> that's fake pretty news. much yeah yeah mate if if he bought something out of that like 140 grand let's say you buy a speedboat or something surely he's naming it the fighting harada <laughs> i would have thought so yeah, yeah like, that's um, mate have you ever had anything you've named after a big win because I, I certainly have and i know mates that have i actually have we're talking about this um it's so good when you have like that win and you get to sort of, you know, withdraw your pennies and go, well, what am I going to buy? And I actually last week after a nice win up there in Sydney, bought my new MacBook, um, my MacBook Air and it's the, uh, in the poly grey range. So <laughs> I've, um, I've got shiny, the, isn't yeah, it? I've got yeah. the space grey poly grey. We're running our podcast through it now. So that was a nice little collect. What about yourself, mate? Yeah, I, um, a couple of years ago had a good collect on Aussie Nugget, um, I think he was at Seymour, maybe. Um, and I went and bought a guitar that day, and I called it the Aussie Nugget, and it's it's um, infamous, isn't it? It's gone <laughs> it's, down in folklore, the Aussie Nugget. It gets he's, rolled he's, out on a few yeah, few kick-ons few, after the races, Yeah, exactly. Too. He's played a few good tunes, the Nugget. Yeah. Um, i got a mate, Owen. Hmm. He went through a stage where he was landing these um, decent-sized multis, and, and anything he bought from the winnings he was naming. So he nailed a multi at Newcastle and bought a barbecue and named it the Newcastle Knight. 
Um, <laughs> this is my favourite one. He, um, uh, Pikey. Pikey finished off the last leg of a multi as, you know. Standard anchor. Basically anyone yeah, yeah. has been in that situation. He bought a fridge um, that was Fisher and Pikel and he's, he named that Fisher and Pikey. <laughs> <laughs> so and cool. then this one's not as... Um, as thoughtful but it's it's still funny he bought this huge king bed after sports bet let him on for quite a bit um it was like a promo bet years ago for winks it was like 10 bucks for winks to go undefeated all year um he only bought the king bed and just thought outside the square and just named it winks (laughs) (laughs) very good mate i want to move into uh actually Let's get. I want to hear some more of these. These are pretty good. So yeah, send them in. we do have a Twitter handle now, Salts, and uh, that's at Two Units Podcast. So if anyone out there, our listeners, has you know treated himself to something nice after a weekend uh, on the punt from a little flutter, we'd love to uh, for you to send them in, and uh, we get a bit of a rise out of them. So um, yeah, do that. But we'll move through to the horse topsy now, mate. Let's and go for um, it. yeah, I want to first of all talk about the Rose Hill Track on the weekend. Turned out to be a significant advantage for those rails, didn't it? Those yeah, rails. Yeah, settling on that rail. Um, rails in run was was a significant advantage. Um, and leading, leading for the most part as well. But you obviously find the rail when you're leading um, was an advantage. Um, look, it's an outdoor sport, so it's bound to happen. Whether or not they look into... Um, the rail movement from from the three to six and and how that works with the drying track in the future but um you know it was disappointing on a big day but um yeah it's an outdoor sport so it, it is hard to avoid and once you can see it eventuating you you can um adjust on the run it's not easy for someone like myself that that has to get everything up there by sort of 9 a.m on the race day but mm. um that's life at the end of the day mate you cop it on the chin but so take up Take up badminton, you reckon? Yeah, you indoor sports. <laughs> yeah. Bet on that. I know yeah. people seem to have badminton multis going on when they're a bit desperate, but gamble responsibly, of course. Um, but that does lead me to say, talk about Harmony Rose. It's like, oh, this was a hot rail. It's led for 1,999 metres of 2,000. But um, regardless of the pattern, um, 1090, 1151, 1158, 1181 from the 1800 to the 1000. It was just way, way too fast. Dynamite. Yeah, she, she really cooked herself and was walking later. It would bring her on for the Oaks, but she will need to relax. But to put in context, um, her first 1000 metres was 17 lengths faster than Shared Ambitions and 19 lengths faster than Yale Town on the same day. So um, she would have completely spanked them. Um but that said, to do what Hungry Heart did against the bias, um, you, you have to say all honours. That was a great win. And um, Waller's not sure where she's going to go, but um, that was an impressive win. And, and, you know, she hasn't been our favourite, Hungry Heart, but you could you could say it's a deserved group one. Yeah, fair call. Um, hey, what about the Tancred, uh, the Tancred Stakes wash-up? Um, what did you make of it? Uh, group one bossy at his best and gave them a clip on the way out too. <laughs> did, Absolutely he, love it. He, he he gave him a nice clip, people, for uh, not booking him and, and saying he still doesn't have it. But he does speak well in interviews. We we sort of gave him 
kudos last week for speaking and then knocked him down again for speaking. <laughs> He's actually 25% of our show. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. So keep it coming. But um, he loves a group one bossy. He, he, he hates a benchmark 78. Um, but he loves a group one, <laughs> does group one goal. bossy. So, yeah. um, and Sir Dragon A put that wet tracker label to bed. Um, it was a dominant win and you can't make an excuse for anything behind. In terms of going forward, I'd still have him a few lengths off those superstars, very elegant and a Dave going back to 2000 meters. I think that was his run. He's going to be his peak run for the prep. Um, the one in behind I want to follow to the Sydney Cups, Miami bound. Mm. Um, she was backing up after an inexplicable fail the week before, um, but she was held up, run on hard, race fastest last 200 against the pattern. Um, so she plummets down to 51.5 kilos in the Sydney Cup out of a weight for age race. So that's always a good recipe. She's ideal run on well as well, um, but I think uh, Miami bounds the Sydney Cup run there. So going forward, Miami bound and Realm of Flowers is my book for the Sydney Cup. I love it. Some good little, uh, some good little futures there for our listeners, yeah. perhaps. Mate, what about the foot topsy? Oh. We spoke about Nadj Fasty or whatever I called it, <laughs> Smarty. <or laughs> Nadj Smarty, yeah. What about um, still a star, mate? Are you I, over that or? I was on cloud nine after Nadj Marty. Just it was nothing to do with nothing to do with bank. It was all just pride and ego that one to get off the mark on the podcast. More importantly, yeah. But still a star, like what a run. Oh. I mean, yeah, we ended up getting what six fifty a place. Yeah. Which was, you know... She ta- looked home. You would take 650 for she a runner home, any day. But Poi, uh, Mickey Poi, our boy, gave gave her an absolute peach. Popped yeah, her off was, at the right that time. that was a good run. So... I think, like, Mr. Quickie was in the better going. Um, but, like you have to say, the well, best horse won. We made reference to Mr. Quickie last week being the top raider. And yeah. we, we said, well, we can't, we can't back him because he's drawn 17. Yeah. And then, of course, he was going to win after we said that on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, so exactly. Thanks for mozzing me, bro. It's a good bet, mate. It's a yeah. good bet. No. Tazzy, well, she nearly got there. Anyway, enough basking. That's, um, let's, let's move on. We'll try and find our winner something later in, yeah. in our two I units. might touch on Winsome as well because oh. he was my two units. And uh, he was third, but I think he's a forgive because the inside was probably one and a half lengths slower on the day. Um, and bit, he was tightened yeah, for room. He's a bit cramped, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was cramped yeah. for style. It was a bit like on the um, on a one six one dance floor, maybe <laughs> on a Saturday night after Stakes Day. So he was a bit cramped for room, but never been there. Um, he can bounce back, win some. You win some, you lose some. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> You're happy with that. Yeah, I didn't mind. It's not even that funny. <laughs> hey, um, hey, let's move into our award-winning segment, Jet or Forget. We've had some good ones sent in this week too, Salty. Um, the first one we had, and this this broke a few of our hearts on the weekend actually, and yeah. I think it's good to talk about. Uh, we've got this one sent in from uh, at Matt at Matt Three Taylor ninety four. So we'll just go with Maddie Taylor for this one. Tubsy Tubsy Taylor. <laughs> He's sent in. Um, he wants to know about Shandy. Um, is a jet or forget? I, I mean, as a genuine black type horse, we know Shandy got an absolute hip and shoulder on the weekend yeah. but as a genuine black type going forward thoughts jet or forget yeah well i had her um oh well firstly after that happened i sent a tweet out that i wouldn't mind some cyanide in my <laughs> shandy that's how i was feeling about that but um i had her as a black type horse going into that run and that the runs are clear forgive so obviously it's um inconclusive so i have to stand by that and, and think that she's a good horse going places um on the race the ride from damien thornton on skyman was just an absolute pearler like sometimes 
like Shandy was unlucky. She copped the Hitman shoulder, um, and that put her out of the race. But like as a punter as well, you got to sit back and go, well, geez, a good ride won the race. Like he boxed her in on Skyman, um, didn't let Damien Lane out on her, and and built the revs himself to the outside. So. All honest to him for for a cracker of a ride, but pretty gutsy by Skyman too to get the contact and still pick up and go through the line and, and win pretty impressively. Yeah, that no, was a good win, but I I stand by she's a jet firm yep. jet. Nice mate. Hey, another one here. We love we love jockey quotes, post race jockey quotes. Yeah. Uh, so we've touched on the track a little bit, but Damien Oliver post race after his ride on Rich Hips labelled the Rose Hill track a bit of a joke. Jed or forget the Rose Hill track? Do you agree with Ollie or? Uh, well, yeah, I agree with him. Like it was a, a significant bias and not everything had its chance. But um, you do wonder with that as well. Like how often does he ride in Sydney? Mm. Um, like did he come out after Blue Diamond Day a couple of years ago and say the track was a joke because that was a, a hot rail? Um, you know, is it, is it a little bit of that Victoria Ooh, Sydney stuff okay. going on little, as well? Because that's territory battle we were ever present. Yeah. So, um, but. What you have to love about that is um, someone in in the industry, in the media, um, speaking their mind and and telling it how it is. So, jet work, Ollie. Well said. Love it. Hey, moving along in our Jet or Forget segment here, we've got at Brent UR21. Glenn McGrath, maybe. Yeah, he sent sent one in and he wants to know about Very Elegant. So, obviously a jet. Let's go there, but let's add a bit of context around it. Wants to know, is she one of the greats of racing in Australia now? Or it's around a, the world for that matter? It's a great question. And when we talk about right now, absolutely 100%. Like a group one winner at weight for age from 1,400 all the way through to, to 2,400 metres. Um, it takes a superstar to do that. Um, like if I had to get my crystal ball out in 20 years, they're still going to be talking about Winks. They're still going to be talking about black caviar they're still going to be talking about frankels and champions mm. of the past is she going to be in that conversation um i can't i can't say yes or no but obviously um as it stands right now she's a superstar and there's probably um more group ones to come yeah so i reckon it's a good call sometimes we get too caught up in comparing horses with horses don't we and it's just yeah, like let's 100%. just let's just bask in the fact that we've got an absolute champion out there at the moment yeah and it happens in all yeah. sports there's this fascination with comparing with the past yeah um but yeah just just enjoy what you got now and and take it for what it is jeez we're getting yeah it's, we're getting it's the bit, philosophy we're getting a bit deep here salt the salt in the city the philosopher stone or something <laughs> might like be that class that of scotch you got in your it's a nice whiskey you got. thanks for that man no i had some i'm over here for dinner i had some um fortuccini <laughs> <laughs> at footsios <laughs> a bit of a glass of whiskey anyway move it along the last one in our jet or forget segment hey at b hosking 16 so yeah, B. Hoskin, 16. He's sent in Young Werther, Jet or Forget. Well, he's never been one of mine, Young Werther, and I actually thought um, I'd never backed him. I thought he was a bit of a myth. Um, but out of that Tullock, which has proven to be um, the last four years in a row, produced the Derby winner or Derby winner, mm. um, Perth. he's the run out of the Tullock that I'd want to follow. Um, and he is most certainly in the game now um, for the Australian Derby. So um, I'm going to just make up my own response here and say 
jury's out, I'll get back to you after next weekend. Oh, because <laughs> that's what the segment's all about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not exactly. making a call on the spot. Yeah. Well, nice, we'll Salty. Yeah. Well, that brings a bit of a wrap there to our Jet or Forget segment for this week. Hey, we're just going to go into a short break and then we'll be back with Salt Specs as we preview the championships and cards around Australia this weekend. Top Sport is bringing you something that's better than the best and better than the rest. It's best of the best multis. Your top odds are guaranteed. Just place a best of the best multi across any Saturday Metro meeting to score yourself the top fluck or top dividend from the three national totes on each leg. How's that for top dollar? Download the app today and bet your way. Visit topsport.com.au. Top Sport. Feel the excitement. Best of the best, not available WA races. Gamble responsibly. Welcome back. Uh, we're going to move into the Salts Specs part of the show now. It's probably brought to you by our great mates there at Top Sport. Uh, hey, Salts, we want to kick things off. Championships in Sydney, Royal Randwick. First race we're going to take a look at is the Australian Derby, the Group 1 three-year-old set weights over the 2,400. Yeah, well, firstly, I love the championships, and um, I'm, I'm keen to get to Randwick now. Um, the Derby... Derby? Why do I keep saying Derby? Because well, I actually Derby, say Derby. Derby's a WA thing. Is it? Yeah. yeah. But so, I say Derby. So West Coast Frio's the Derby. Yeah. But over here we call it the Derby. Yeah. Well, anyway, the Derby. Yeah. Um, it's a cracker this year. Um, it's quite open. Um, if I just touch on the favourite first, Montefilia. Um, look, she's obviously in the mix. Um, she was 14 to 1,200 last start off a fresh and, and, and hit the line well. I do think she's under the odds. Though and I'm I'm happy to to bet a few around her and if she wins then you put your hand up and say the best horse won but um, she just had that nice tag into the race on the back of Moanga and Skylab last start and I, I sort of felt like Skylab was holding her on the line and um, she's obviously more mature now but she didn't get the trip in the um, VRC Oaks so um, I'm going to work around her as the favourite I like Skylab as the top pick. Um, He's hard fit now. He was flushed out early in the Rose Hill Guineas. Um, and it was a real sensational run stepping to this trip. And I think he really acts like there's not going to be a doubt on him running it out. Um, handles all conditions. McDonald sticks. And he's drawn a nice middle alley there. So he's my top pick. But I'm actually going to be a three-bet Travis, if that's any. <laughs> <laughs> um, just at the odds. So he's he's 4 bucks eighty Skylab with top sport. Um but Explosive Jack, he's at $21 with Top Sport. And Young Werther, who's at $14 with Top Sport. I'm going to play both of those. So Explosive Jack, whether or not he comes out of the right form race, um, that uh, St. Ledger trial at, at Bendigo, but he really he was the only thing to make ground on the winner. And he hammered home his last 200. He's in the right stable for this trip. Won the Tassie Derby on his ear two back. Cross the line with Young Werther against the pattern at Mooney Valley a couple back. Um, that was three back, sorry, that Taz Darby. But, yeah, I, I think he really acts like he's just going to chew up 2,400 and, and be strong late. So at uh, 21 bucks, I can have something on him. And like I mentioned before with Young Werther, I think out of that, the Tullock, which has produced the winner of this four years in a row, they, they went slow there, so it's not exactly um, the best lead up as, as it's been in past years but he's still on the seven day backup it's it's a proven um recipe for the for the derby um 
and he made ground against what what's been referred to as a very very significant rails in run bias mm-hmm. um he gets the blinkers on now so I'll, I'll have something on him at um at 14 bucks as well so three there like it plenty of value around i'm actually going to have a small play at uh one that you sort of touched on there in, in quay quay as well around mm. that 9.5 with yeah top that's sport. that's in my first four yeah i think that that last run it was you know coming far too fresh off that extra week after mm. the slipper meeting being being abandoned so i reckon could be cherry right for this one yeah. but this it, is the, it had to track the gf in it like yeah yeah it had to track that um that hot speed yeah. so it was entitled to to be beaten by more be matt kamani's first group one yeah all right well we've given about 38 selections for that race so let's move <laughs> on <laughs> let's move on to the uh hopefully we find a winner in the derby so <laughs> bloody um, Let's move on to the TJ Smith Stakes Group One weight for age over twelve hundred. This is this is just a great a great watch every year, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's an intriguing race this year, and more so than any other year, I reckon. Any race that has an age strip now is intriguing, but it's yeah. it's just a really difficult race to assess because there's a handful of horses: um, Eduardo, Nature Strip, Bivouac. Um, and Libertini that have peak runs that win the race. Um, but they're not proving to be so consistent. Yeah, so showing up every week. Yeah, in terms of the map, I think Nature Strip will lead and Eduardo sits outside him. Um, he's just airborne, Eduardo, isn't he? Like we spoke about last week, how, how quiet Nash was, who, who's suspended this week and loses the ride, but not a bad pickup ride for Brennan Abdullah. Yeah. Um, but... He just broke the clock and he looks so, so good. So it's hard to say him sitting outside a leader. He beat Nature Strip two back and, and fought back and beat him. So he's five bucks with top sport. Um, hard to tip against. That said, I'm actually not having a bet in the race, mate. We're, we're going to talk about it, but it doesn't sort of enthuse me as a betting race because you got... So I challenge you on this then, Salts. Yeah. Around last week, we spoke about stay inside, winning... Um, the slipper and we spoke about you know um, profiteer doing a little bit wrong and you sort of said hey this is a lesson learned in hindsight for punters to always back the horse that's done everything right yeah so you've got eduardo here that into this prep has pretty much done everything right so is there anywhere where you're going well hey i should lean towards eduardo in terms of a bet well it's not a bad bloody call that really because you look at the others you say bivouac at his best wins enigmatic Eduardo beat Nature Strip a couple back. Um, he was good though, Nature Strip, so no knock on him, but he is also somewhat enigmatic. Horbury on her, thought she was going to be a star, but Eduardo put a hole in her. Mm. She does get Jamie Carr first time, but she was keen last start, which that's a good jockey change for that. But again, enigmatic. Mask Crusader, bias on side is a jet maybe the tj's a bit early so out of all those that i've, that I've spoken about libertini wants a dry track um eduardo's the one that you say look he's doing everything right but the, the race just scares me mate like yeah. there's too there's too much They're cool. um too many question marks on if something turns up it can just put a hole in them like bivouac was wide throughout last start like if his mind's on the job he can win so yeah and they're all sort of short enough prices i guess so i'm just gonna watch on it's one of those ones like you said a couple of weeks ago you sit on the couch 
you, you get your whiskey, <laughs> you put your feet up yeah. and you just go, how bloody good is this? Good call. So no bet for the salts there at the TJ after No, no that. bet. I hope we helped you out with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Might be a preview. Tip into that one. Watch it. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna have yeah, a... Yeah, what are you doing? I'm going to have a, a play with Eduardo there. I'm mm. going to have a small play on Eduardo purely from what we've spoken about that I just think in terms of consistent preps leading up to this, got him on top. So um, that's where I'm going to put gonna my... Put more cash over. darts than that, mate. All right, let's roll through to the Doncaster Mile Group One handicap over sixteen hundred. Salty. This is probably my favourite race. Huge. Um, yeah, it's definitely my favourite race of the of the Sydney Carnival. Like it, that. Is it just taken the Maui Slipper? <laughs> it's just gone past the Maui Slipper. Um, <laughs> it that that famous Randwick Mile, and there's there's always seems to be good good value on offer and um the full field yeah there's it's just a great race always is um in terms of looking at it this year um i think finally some respect for think it over he's airborne um i said last week he sort of hadn't sort of delivered that rating to put him in the market. We actually said that he just flat out pisses us off last week and we've never backed him. Yeah. I know. Well, no, I backed him heaps last prep. And then now he's turned into a winning machine. <laughs> yeah, I'm not backing him. Even better. Yeah. But he um he did post a big figure last start. And I think a great recipe. He, he comes out of a traditional um, really good lead up race at, at group one weight for age over that 1500. And dropping from weight for age to a handicap, getting six and a half kilos weight relief for it. Um, that's an outstanding recipe. He's proven over further, so a strong mile is not going to worry him. Um, he's one up to a soft seven, so we're probably expecting the track around that six or seven on the weekend. Um, and this isn't a benchmark 78, so he's got the group one bossy on. Um, he's got the wide draw, but um, it doesn't really concern me over this mile start in this race. So I'm going to be with him, think it over. I'm also going to have something else on, um, just a smaller bet on cascading and he sort of goes against everything i've been talking about with he he gets back and he flashes home like gets the uh ultimate gear change too this week yeah and that's sort of what's lent me his way look jamie carr is so good and and just on fire so much that after the race it could be a case of how how have we missed that okay like he he does a bit wrong and he gets a bit far back but he's in severely good hands with her um it's good to see her go up there this weekend and on, on their biggest days of racing and get some good rides. Um, he'll be back again, but he's out of that group one wait for age race at Think It Over one last week and he ran home the fastest last 200 of the race. So I think the Randwick mile will suit him. So um, Think It Over the main bet and, and something smaller on Cascadian with car first time is the gear change. Love it, mate. Hey, there's also one that I'm going to have actually play out in this race, providing it's going to be a soft track. So mm. this has got a bit of an asterisk next to it in terms of how the track comes up on Saturday. Yeah. Um, as we said, we're expecting it to be in that six or seven range, but I'm really bullish around that the Kiwi runner in Aegon. I reckon he's a genuine star. I know he brings New Zealand form lines, but he's only flopped once um, in his career to date, and that was in the Randwick Guineas on a good track. So yep. perhaps the firm going wasn't his way. He stayed sharp and he's trolled up in between. So providing there's some give in the track, I'm pretty happy to play um, with Aegon around that, you know, $14 on top sport, $4 to place. And he's got McAvoy on, drawn a, drawn a pretty good gate in the middle, I think six or seven. So Yeah, I've always said as well, you've 
you've got to forgive a horse. If you think something's a good horse um, and you've liked it in the past, you, you just forgive them for a bad run. Even sometimes if it's inexplicable, mm. you just you can forgive a bad run. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't argue with that. Cool, mate. Hey, um, let's move on to... We're going to head to Caulfield now and have a look at a couple of races in Victoria that you've um, marked that you've got a couple of bets in for our listeners. Mm. The first one is race four, benchmark 84 there, Phillies and Mares. Yeah, look, there's no group one at Caulfield this week, is there? Um, <laughs> but isn't. there's still going to be nine winners there, so <laughs> we, we have a look at it. Um, I, I do like some things on this card. Um it's a bit smaller than last week too. She was a pretty fat card last week at Caulfield. Yeah, it was fat. It's a bit skinnier this week. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the fourth there at Caulfield, I do like Garvok. Um, I think 1100's her trip. She gets significant weight relief for the step up in class. But I thought her run at Mornington last start was full of merit because she was wild without cover on speed um, into that significant headwind. And, and really the run that she had probably proved to be a worst case scenario. I think that's a big forgive and, and she ran well there. So um, she's up in class, but it's not the deepest 84 I've seen. Um, I think with that weight relief, um, she can tag the leader. She stepped well last start, which she's had a habit of not doing. So she could tag the leader in the run and um, and finish off well. So I like Garvok in the fourth there, mate. Cool. At $3.70 with um, Top Sport. That's good. Um, race five, you found one as well. Uh, handicap race there for three-year-olds over the 1,400 metres. Yeah. That's a mozzie. <laughs> the mozzie monster, mate. <laughs> Trained by our mate, the gummy shark. Oh, he's, he is. Sads. Oh, gum sad. Oh, gum sad. Yeah. Um, I like the mozzie here. and um, Clashed with Anavisto last start, but um, I think the, the mozzie gets a few things in her favour here for the rematch. So... Anavisto led there at Bendigo with no challenges. Um, Car could just control it, relax her, and, and, and have a bit of a walk in the park. There's a lot more speed on paper today, so whether or not she finds the front um, is a query. And if she doesn't, we know that she can get keen, and she also loses Jamie Carr. Um, look, the jockey changes is no knock on, on the on the bloke stepping on, but... Is losing it, Jamie Carr the equivalent to, like, synthetical filler <laughs> yeah, in terms of gear change? Yeah, you, you don't love it for a horse like this where, yeah. you know, it's it's basically the reason why I backed it last time. Needs the, soft, it gets, needs the yeah, soft hands. It gets keen, so... Yeah. Um, and Anavista also gives Mozzie Monster two kilos for that clash, and, and Mozzie Monster ripped home there, so... Um, I think with a more genuine tempo, the mozzie can can buzz over the top and, um, yeah, potentially sting late. The mozzies sting? Well, they bite. Yeah, yeah they bite. They Hopefully itch. someone's got some um, Claritin or something on hand because I take, I take I'm a bit allergic to mozzies. They really get me. So this mon- this mozzie monster better not get me. <laughs> well, you're going, it's good gear, that, you are go- <laughs> You are going against the former two units uh Bet which was Anavisto, so yeah. this is, uh, but you know, I like it. Not, you got to itch, you got to scratch you it. You're <laughs> itching and scratching at the moment. <laughs> All right, hey, race seven, Caulfield, 2400 meter um, handicap there. I think you've found one. Yeah, well, it's a bit of a combination. Like, I'm a Sultan, which is a bit of a Lord. You're a mayor. That's true. So I thought, well, Bloody hell, let's back the Lord Mayor. This guy's all right. <laughs> it's an omen bet. Yeah. He, he's been a while between drinks, the old Lord Mayor. But 
I've had him marked before the Aubrey Cup, where he stayed at 2,000 metres as wanting 2,400 metres. Um, stayed at 2,000 metres in the Aubrey Cup and ran on well behind Entente, um, who ran okay behind Shared Ambition on the weekend. Yeah, Inexplicably handed up the lead on a on a hot rail to the horse with the best turn of foot that then walked and sprinted. But, yeah, if you were on that last start, you'd be absolutely filthy because that was a stink bomb. But... Um, yeah, I think he's going well, the Lord Mayor, and he's ready to win. He looks well-placed here. Thornton Waller, combo on fire of late and, and drawn a soft gate. So at nine bucks with top sport, I think the Lord Mayor can um, potentially bring it home to the castle. I love it. While we're on castles and royalty, I did actually happen to see the people's horse, Royal Mile, <laughs> um, accepted in the seventh at Morfittville this Saturday. You're going to be following up your former value bet uh, two units value bet on uh, the Royal Mile, mate. Mate, oh, I do love that horse. I've only backed him once, but he's got <laughs> some good memories of him. <laughs> We've um, spoken about it 38 yeah, times. So. I know, he's so good. But yeah, when he went, when he got through the line last start, I said 2,000, yes, please. Um, but 1,800, why not? Um, he doesn't rate like as clear on top as he did last start in terms of um, being like an outstanding value bet, but he's still a, he's still a bet at 11 and, and 3.30 to place with top sport because he's just one of those horses, like we spoke about Think It Over before, how he just elevates to the level that he needs to. He just looks like that type of horse that he's just going to elevate to whatever the challenge is in front of him. Like this is a deeper race, like without doubt a deeper race. Um, he's got the claimer on that can't actually claim, which is, which is a negative in a listed race. Mm. Um, but the kid rides him well. He maps sweet again. And he's just the line chaser. He's, he hasn't missed the Quinella in six starts. And he's won three from four this prep. So he's as honest as the day's long, mate. So a horse like that, you just love to butter up on. So Royal Mile on the 7th at Morfordville. What um, price are we getting? 11 and 3.30. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm happy to follow him. Love it, mate. Hey, um, great edition of Salt Specs this week. Brought to you by our sponsor, Top Sport, as well, of yes, course. Yes, thank you. And thanks. thanks to the blokes at Top Sport. Thanks, lads. Um, but, hey, it's time to get serious now. Like, we've given enough one units, but, half yeah. units. Yeah. We're just stuffing yeah. around before, aren't we? <laughs> I know. It's I'm time. Just treading water to It's time this. to get in the part where you've got to hang it all on the line, and that's our two units, our best bets around Australia. Um, hey, I'm going to kick it off. Yeah, kick it off. You Go can for it. you can pour another one of my glasses of my scotch. I'll like. just top this one off. Actually, good boy. Um, my best bet this week. I'm heading back to the Mare Territory. I'm heading back to Morfittville. I know I haven't had a lot of luck there on the podcast, but my best bet is in Morfittville Race Four in the Decatterville Stakes uh, over the 1,050 meters, and that's translation at three dollars ten there on Top Sport. So I'm sticking with the two-year-old salts because it seems to be working for me. The only things I've backed on this show are two-year-olds. It's a tried formula, exactly right. So hey, convincing victory last start in Maiden Grade at Cranbourne um, or Crime Crimeburn, as we like to <laughs> yeah, call that's it here. It. The podcast. Shout out to the Neighbourhood Watch program. Yeah, there. that's right. <laughs> um, Mate, she went straight to the front. Uh, Car was on board, actually. Um, she went straight to the front and controlled proceedings there. She looks to have like a really nice cruising speed. Now, I don't know the sectionals. I didn't dig that deep into the times. But yeah. when, you, when you see one, when you get one in your eye and you yeah. see one, you're like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow up on this. That so, yeah, she just pissed off on him on the bend and, um, yeah, broke a few hearts and, and cantered in comfortably. Now, 
let's let's be honest though, that was a maiden victory at Crimeban. So yep. that's just ticking the maiden box. So this is harder here. So, yep. um, but we've spoken at length on this show about pattern. And I love that pattern. To, yeah, the go-forward pattern. To get on the rail 100%. or even sit on speed lead here, I reckon, the way that it's drawn. So, um, obviously harder here. Eaton on board. Um, we'll you go said forward. she loses car, but Eaton's on fire. Well, Eaton, South Eaton's the she? South Australian car. Yeah. Yeah. Before car, <laughs> after she moved. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. she's. I'm, I'm loving the female jockey ranks in South Australia at the moment. I reckon they're, yeah. they're the most reliable, and I'll touch on that. Maybe in my value bet. Salts. South Australia, you say you, you're loving the female jockey ranks, but just ad lib here. Let's look at world sport. You look at like motor racing, for example, Formula One, no female drivers, like the supercars, no female drivers, where they've all got a level playing field. I can't really think of another sport, and that's exactly what horse racing is, a sport. Another sport where there's females on a complete level playing field as their male counterparts. And, and completely mixing it up like cars the best jockey in Australia at the moment on a, on an absolute level playing field and they're athletes that's that's what jockeys 100%, are 100 percent 100 percent it's awesome isn't it it it's is awesome to see yeah it is and yeah taking taking over the world in the uh, in the horse racing ranks that's for sure at the moment yeah um yeah so that's my best bet salts is translation like it three dollars ten Godolphin do not go to Adelaide for the Barossa yeah, they also don't go for church. <laughs> That's right. I'm hearing that yeah. they don't do that either. When I see a Godolphin go to Morfittville, my eyes do light up a bit. Yeah. To be fair. So yeah. um, anyway, moving on to my value bet, mate. Sticking at Morfittville, race eight. It's uh, the Furphy Benchmark 68. Uh, g'day, Furphy, if you're listening. Hello, Furphy. Might need a beer sp- <laughs> Might need a beer sponsor. Um, I'm going to... I'm going to be having having a each way bet here on Lady Dunmore. Uh, you'll get twelve bucks and four dollars to place as well on Top Sport. So pretty deep field. Uh, one well, two back, beating home due well at Werribee. That does well. <laughs> it does well. <laughs> um, hey, last start at Sale, she looked to be letting down really nicely um, in this particular race, but got pocketed badly and checked and just. Basically went to the went to the line under no riding whatsoever. It was a great watch. I didn't I didn't back it thankfully. Otherwise, um, yeah, it's a real TV breaker that one. Um, So yeah, cuddled up and and went to the line under no riding. So um, pretty much a complete and utter forgive job on that one. So she gets in here with fifty four kilos and once again Crowther. So another great um, South Australian female jockey takes takes them out. Um, Crowther Stokes. I like that combo. Mm Um, I reckon from the inside draw, um, Kayla will kick up, find maybe two, maybe three pairs back on the rail, and uh, I think it, she might be able to get it out and give us a sight around a good each-way price, mate. Yeah, nice, mate. Well, I'll be cheering those, both of those home as well. Will you follow me? Yeah, I always have a little something on. Yeah, okay. Like cool. I don't have an like an actual bet. But you, don't have, always, you don't have a unit. Yeah, with my little... What's like, my best bet worth to you? I have like a play... What's my be- best bet worth to you? From a full unit, do you reckon? If like, it's if it's my if I like it too, then just the same. <laughs> but if I don't, then just just a smaller one, just out of like respect. Thanks, mate. Because I want to celebrate with you. Yeah, good dart. Yeah. I like that. That's yeah. good. How good um, punting with your mates? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. It's it's good to have like another like a separate punting account where it's just play because it's fun at the end of the day as well. Like it's you take point. it. It's a good way to do it where you have your actual bank mm. um, that you stick to and you're really disciplined with. But to have another like 
um, sort of play bank on the side. Yeah, um, it's your slash I reckon fund. that's crucial. It's yeah, your slash exactly fund, right. Definitely. Yeah. Yep. Um, and that's for your best. Um, <laughs> I got the salts two two unit special. Two two. Yeah. So two times two. What's that, mate? That's four. Nice. Bit. What's one times one? <laughs> what's an O? Oh no, that's one. I was going to say, what's one plus one? What's one plus one equal? Well, I think it's two, mate. No, it's window. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> no. Go, go, yeah. Carry on. All right, all right. Caulfield race two, um, and this is we're we're optimistic people. Um, so simply optimistic. Three bucks seventy with top sport. He looks really well placed, stepping up to open handicap level, and I think he's ready for it. So he dropped six kilos from eighty four grade last start. Can you imagine going for a run and dropping six kilos? <laughs> no. Imagine it. If you're running up You'd hill, be so fast. You'd be so explosive. I'll get there 500 kilos and I'm not quite there. But yeah, it's all relative, but still, he's he's getting on the track and he's like, my God, I'm, so I'm six kilos fast. lighter. I'm yeah. so fast today. 100%. Yeah. He was good first up, mate, at Bendigo over 1,100, which is on the sharp side. 1,200's right in his sweet spot. Um, and he... <laughs> There was a big gap to third. The one that beat him has beaten Nature Strip, mate. Sam's image had the Nature Strip form, so we can tie if, in Nature Strip. If we Strip, hear which, that one more time, yeah. <laughs> every single week on the group chat, it's like every every single time Sam's image runs, you get Nature Strip form yeah. sent through. Well, yeah, it was in 2017. Nature Strip's beaten Bivouac, so it ties in Bivouac. <laughs> yeah. so, um, nah, but um, the run had plenty of merit because he was pretty much without cover the whole way. Um, so he's a lot better suited here tagging up from barrier one where he'll get the leaders back. Um, 1200 yes of course and I, I really like his races early in the day um, so he'll get a good four he certainly handles a good four but doesn't want it too firm so early in the day is good interesting runner here native soldier mm-hmm. um, he was a gun back in 2018 but he, he virtually needs to run a, a top three run return a top three figure that he's produced in his career at his first run back off uh, over two year break going straight to 1200 meters so for me he's taken up too much of the market yeah um and i'm i'm keen that, that simply optimistic wins this mate oh you could you'd, you'd struggle to bet native soldier i think like surely he drifts yeah yep he's about four bucks 40 or something at the moment yep like the it'd be a great story like i'm, I'm oh wouldn't it yeah I hope he wins next week when we don't have a tip in the race. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hopefully he needs this one. He got didn't you get scratched last week? I think the I think, fir- so. I think the firm track. I don't think they were keen on the firm going. Perhaps, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, moving on to the second of my two units, mate. Morfittville race three. I'm not sure how to pronounce this, but I'm going to go go with Gaze Grise. I could go with a couple because we we had Italian for dinner tonight. So you Gaze Grise, You're or, basically Italian. Yeah, or I could really Aussie it up and call it. Gazzy Greasy. All right. So we'll see how we go, whatever that is. But Should we give the listeners a number just in case they can't decipher your... What is the number? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's the bottom one. It's got Kayla Crowther on it, our girl Kayla. All right. Just back yeah. Kayla all day. At yeah, yeah. And Jess. Five bucks with Top Sport. Um, this thing's been given time, this filly, three-year-old filly, been given time, grey filly. I think it's the best three-year-old grey filly in the country. Really? I'm hearing, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, given time since last prep and absolutely bolted in fresh over a trip that looks to be short of her best. Um, she ran eight lengths approximately faster than the older horses on the same day over the same trip. It was actually only three lengths off the track record there. Um, the jump out between runs was an absolute cracker. 
She can go forward if she finds the front outstanding, but she could potentially sit outside the leader, which is no no issue for me at, from this shoot start at Morfittville. Um, and I really do reckon she's going to appreciate this extra furlong to 1,200, so gets weight off off some of the dangers down on 54 kilos and, and looks looks a pretty good bet at the five bucks, mate. So then that's my two. Crawford race two, simply optimistic, and Morfittville race three. Gase Gritze. I love it, mate. That's a great set. Hey, that's um. That's we'll see. Hey, <laughs> sounds like a great. It set. sounds like a great. Yep. I said that last week, and it wasn't so. Yeah, wasn't so great. Um, but that's okay. Um, hey, horse racing aside, do you know what I'm looking forward to this week? What's that? I'm looking forward to the inaugural Masters Golf Trip with you this weekend, Salts. That is going to be. I'm good. yet to see you with a seven iron in your hand. Yeah, I actually I used to play golf a little bit, but um. I guess I've matured a bit now, so I could probably get back into it. But sort of had some sort of Happy Gilmore style <laughs> anger management issues. I I was often just putting um, flagpoles back in their home <laughs> in the woods. Um, yeah, but but the rumor I, going around. I went down to the range. Today, mate. I know. Well, the rumor going around. I got a message from someone else sending me footage through of you getting the big dog out at the driving yeah. range and there's some real bandit sort of stuff Mate, going I on. I absolutely flushed that. You're lucky yeah. that was the only one that got filmed, but I, I was betting people at the range, I was saying fifty bucks I hit it over the highway, have you Gilmore style. You're gonna turn <laughs> up and you're gonna turn up and try and play off thirty and you're gonna yeah. be you're gonna be hitting way better than that. I'll probably snap a club. <laughs> anyway guys, that's us for today. Uh, that's that that's rounds out episode five for two units. Um, hey thanks for listening once more. Uh, happy punting this weekend. Hope we can find a winner or two. And uh, Salts will be back next week with, with more tips and hopefully a bit more celebration. Absolutely. Happy punting. Happy punting.